Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. It's our eyes on the opponent segment and who we have on our Oakland Hardula's talk and text line. Ira Schofel, who's from Warchant.com, the managing editor, also host of Seminole Headlines podcast. Ira, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Finally, my man, the um, the long off season's over with, and that long awaited rematch is here, is here. So uh, uh, great to have you on. If there's a weakness on this Florida State team, because it's unusual that you'll have two teams in the top eight kind of square off with one another uh, this early in the season. Where would you signal that weakness for Florida State? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I think they they did a really good job in the transfer portal of, uh, of addressing most of their weaknesses. So there's not like a glaring weakness, I, I don't think, for this Florida State team. Uh, where they could get into trouble, I think, more so is if, uh, if they have to get into the depth in a couple positions, you know, for example, safety, uh, you know, they bring, they have, you know, two starters at safety that they feel pretty good about and maybe one backup. Uh, but after that, pretty quickly, they'd be looking at true freshmen playing in that safety. Um, I think when you look at uh, uh, defensive end is another position where I think they feel really good about their starters. Jared Verse obviously is a preseason All-American and Patrick Payton is a, is a really talented sophomore um, but after that, it's probably a drop-off. And, and if they got past their third defensive end, uh, Gilbert Edmond, who transferred in from South Carolina, they're, they're get, they get really young really quick again. So I think from the starting 22, I think there's not a lot of weaknesses. But if they get into their depth at a couple positions, it could be, could be an issue. Herb? Ira, we saw the trajectory of both teams last year. We're going into this game tonight. Who needs to win this game the most? And how do you think that's going to affect their, their, their season moving forward? Uh, you know, I, I obviously focus more on Florida State because that's what I cover. So I, I think Florida State really needs to win this game. Uh, but it's not the end of the world for them if they didn't um, because they do get Clemson in a couple weeks uh, at Clemson. If they win that game, if they could get through the the rest of the ACC and, and win the ACC championship, then they'd be right back there in, in a chance to you know play for maybe get into the playoff because their only loss would be to a top five LSU team. Um, I think from LSU's perspective, I don't know if it's the end of the world because like they showed last year, they lost this game and then, uh, you know, still won the SEC West and got into the championship game. So I don't think it's a do or die for either team. Uh, but for Florida State, it would be huge if they could win it because it would just give them some breathing room to where even if they lost that game at Clemson, 
they still would have plenty to play for. Ira, um, Clemson has become like LSU's version of Alabama. They have good pain in the Yachta Bay. I mean, you got difficulties <laughs> squaring up and matching and, and, and winning those battles LSU did a year ago and did in 2019. But, man, before then, it was a rough road when you went against Alabama. That matchup against Clemson, which is a few weeks down the road, the, that is going to be something because the winner there would look to have a pretty clear ride to the ACC championship. Man, no doubt about it. I mean, Clemson's beaten Florida State seven straight years. Yeah. Uh, Clemson's, won se- Clemson's won seven out of the last eight, eight ACC championships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Florida, Florida State's had a couple games where they were right there and just couldn't get it done. This seems to be their best chance, even though it's at Clemson, where Florida State and everybody else struggles. Uh, they do have a new quarterback, Kate Klubnick. Uh, you know, he's, he's only played a few games last year. So Jordan Travis should have a big advantage over him. And I think, you know, Clemson probably doesn't have quite the same athletes, uh, especially on offense, that they used that they had the last several years. So I think Florida State might be able to get them this year. But, man, it's hard to, it's hard to go against history. And like you said, it's seven straight wins. Ira, Mike Norvell, I loved him at Memphis. I like him at Florida State. I can't like him at all tonight, just so you know. Um, but we'll but, pull for him against Clemson. Yeah, we right. don't like Clemson no, at all. we don't all. like Clemson at all. So all right. that being said, I mean, he's brought some energy in, in and around that, you know, that campus in the Tallahassee area. Can you talk a little bit to that? What's it like now to be a Florida State no Seminole fan? Yeah, I mean, man, from where they were two years ago, it's pretty remarkable. You know, he inherited a tough, tough situation. Uh, you know, things were going in the wrong direction, you know, at the end of Jimbo Fisher's time. And you guys – uh, you know, can relate to this. So, you know, the, really, the, where things went south for, for I think for Florida State with Jimbo was Jimbo really wanted that LSU job and yeah. he couldn't get it. And he, at that point, I think he kind of lost his focus at Florida State. Things were going in the wrong direction. They hired Willie Taggart. Things continue going in the wrong direction. And I think Norvell was in trouble after his first couple of years. I mean, he he was under 500 each of the first two years. And last year, if they blew that game against LSU, they had a 24-10 lead late in that game. If LSU comes back and wins it in overtime, Mike Norvell might have been in trouble. He might have lost the locker room. This thing could have gone completely sideways, but they did. They got the win. They finished they, they finished the year strong with six straight wins. They would go 10-3. and three. And now, like you said, I mean, he's got energy in recruiting. They have a top-five recruiting class. Uh, they've done a great job in the transfer portal. And uh, things, you know, the trajectory has been straight straight up. But, but it, was, uh, it, was, it was sketchy there about a year ago on this day. <laughs> Ira, everybody talks about Johnny Wilson and certainly great size and his ability to make something happen after the catch. But the guy on the other side, uh, I actually scouted. He was at Appaloosa's High School in Keon Coleman, and he was sort of the B guy uh, at LSU and also for a couple of other SEC schools. He ends up at Michigan State. So now you got a six foot seven inch wide out on one side and a six foot four inch Keon Coleman who's a really really good athlete uh tell us a little bit about his development at Florida State and his kind of connection uh, with with Jordan Travis and getting to work with him this fall he's been incredible um I, I you know I knew Keon Coleman's reputation I knew he was highly recruited coming out of high school I knew he had 58 catches last year at Michigan State but I didn't watch a lot of Michigan State football so I really didn't know and he, honestly, even if I had watched it, I'm not sure I would have appreciated what he really would bring to this team. He's not only an exceptional receiver. He, he might be their best all-around wide receiver. 
Um, but he's also like been a cr- just tremendous leader and teammate. Like he'll pull, even though he's only been at Florida State for a f- couple of months at practice, he'll pull younger receivers aside and, and give them tips and and, and become a, a coach on the field. He's just fit in perfectly with this team. He, he seems to have one of those personalities where you could probably put him in any locker room and, and he would fit in great. And uh, I think he's excited to be on the team that's got a chance to to do something special this year. And I'm sure he's, you know, a little bit extra motivated. He won't say this, but he, I'm sure he's a little extra motivated going up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, LSU wasn't really keen. Yeah. Well, I think they'd have been keen yeah. if somebody else would have pulled out. They, because they right. were like that with Malik Neighbors, I'll be honest with you. Malik was not on the A-list for them. They got on Malik uh, late and because he was already a commitment to Mississippi State. And then they kind of swung it uh, toward Malik. But Keon was was sort of on that list. If it comes down to uh, special teams, well, for LSU, it was lousy last year. They couldn't right. figure out a way to screw up more games than what they did on special teams. Uh, how has Florida State special teams looked this year in, in the fall? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I watched LSU the rest of the year, and I couldn't believe they never it never really got straightened out. And I know they made some changes, and and, and so I'm sure they'll they'll address it and try to be better this year. But uh, Florida State was good overall in special teams. Their com- coverage units were good. Uh, the return units were pretty solid. Uh, the punting game was good. Uh, the one area where they struggled was the the place kicker, Ryan Fitzgerald. Uh, he struggled so much. He only hit 12 out of 20 field goals on the year. Uh, he struggled so much that they brought in a, a starter and an all-conference kicker at a smaller school from East Tennessee State to, to come in and challenge him for the job. But he ended up winning the job. So Ryan Fitzgerald, who has been the starter for the last couple of years, will still be the starter. Um, but after you know going 12 for 20 last year, Florida State fans aren't going to feel super confident uh, unless he starts making some field goals. Uh, well, you, we sort of in the same boat. That's right. So we were we're not really sure about Ramos either. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we we both shaky on that part. Her that's finish right. it off. All right, well, get, just quick, real quickly, man. Just um, can you give us one name of one person, offense or defense, that no one's talking about, or someone that's really impressed you? during this fall camp that we should keep an eye out for? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure some people are talking about him. We haven't talked about him yet. Um, but, I, you know, I think Braden Fisk has been more impressive than I thought. He's a yep. defensive line transfer from Western Michigan. And I know LSU was – LSU was in, after him. Right. Yeah, and Florida State was very fortunate. And, I, you know, I, I have a bias against smaller schools. I'm a Power 5 snob. And uh, I wasn't sure how good he would be. Uh, but, man, he has been super impressive. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that – you know, six five, three hundred pounds, but extremely athletic and, and, and tenacious. You know, one of those guys that you know a lot of times three hundred pounders. The play starts going the other way, they might take that play off, and he plays hard every snap. Uh, I'll be surprised if he's not pretty disruptive in this game. And then you add him in there with you know Fabian Lovett and Jared Verse, and I think that Florida State defensive line uh, could give some people some headaches. Ira, thanks so much for yes, joining sir. us this afternoon, man. We really appreciate it. We wish you luck uh, the rest of the year other than tonight. Uh, but, but, be, but beat Clemson, man. Uh, take care of that, please. <laughs> I appreciate it. Have a good, have a good day, guys. All right. All right. All right. That you. was Ira Schofel from Warchant.com, <laughs> managing editor and host of the Seminole Headlines podcast. They do a great job also yeah. uh, on their podcast. And that's our Eyes on the Opponent segment. And uh, great to have our on. Very, very informative and uh, knows the Florida State Seminoles really well. We'll be back to finish it off here in our number two of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show leading up to LSU Florida State 
And we'll be back right after these messages here on the Big 870. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 